Hi, and welcome to the Thriving Entrepreneur's 15 Minutes Live Broadcast on LinkedIn. She is Rochelle Learling, Entrepreneur Coach. He is David Foster, Founder Coach. Today, we're asking, what benefit is there to having your employees own their jobs or have a sense of ownership? We're not talking about cap table equity here. Mm -hmm. We're talking about psychological ownership. Right. And we're going to do as best we can to stick to the why it's a benefit and deal with the how and what other things are implicated at later episodes. So we want to know, have you found benefits to ownership, that sense of ownership? Uh, and we're talking about psychological ownership, and it's a massive part of a founder's experience. Plus, if you haven't been able to tell, today's color is blue. Michelle, thank you for thank you for cooperating with that. Send me a text, you know, so I just follow <laughs> up. Why don't you start us off? Why is there a benefit to it? Yeah. Well, I think if we take one more step back, then we would just start by saying, like, why wouldn't it have a benefit? Um, mm -hmm. Because if we look at the introduction to this to this topic, um, if you feel like and employees are not taking ownership for their role, there's probably something that you have to change. So probably there's some bottleneck with you as a founder yes. or a business owner. So um, I would say that I think most entrepreneurs feel this way, um, but we should not look at employees and their role so negatively, so pessimistic in the sense that we almost feel like they're like almost like a drag to, to our business, mm -hmm. but we can actually empower them to actually be that golden nugget that we need on the day-to-day. -day. So I think it starts by changing your perspective, first of all, mm -hmm. um, about what ownership entails and what that would mean for your business. Yeah, I think that's a good point. And uh, in my other podcast, uh, Mike Metcalf has a great line that he brings out many times about rental cars. Mm -hmm. And when's the last time you changed the oil in a rental car? or mm -hmm. send it through the car wash, right? right? And that sense of ownership is, you know, translated to a job is being able to be heard, whether it's about your title or direction or a project. And it's almost like a sense of space. Yeah. And you bring up a really good point that to be able to see that as a positive mm -hmm. is, is something really, really valuable. And that's really what we're here to talk about. Right. Yeah, because I think, as I said in the LinkedIn post I did as an intro to this this topic today, if we think from this perspective, like people are not working as they should be working, they're not listening, they're not taking ownership, you're coming from this place of fear and of contraction, and that mm -hmm. is what's causing your, your business to not flourish fully. Mm -hmm. Well, it can be if you change that mindset on, hey, my employees are actually the most resourceful, I, I best resource that I have here, and thus I want to make it work. Um, and I think that we also have to be honest and say, as founders, as business owners, we're probably going to be the hardest working people there. Mm -hmm. I mean, we shouldn't always be, but we're always going to be the ones that are the most involved. Yes, and that we is have the most fact. at stake. Right. We have most at stake. It's our baby somehow. Um, and it's not the employees. So we have to make sure to understand that perspective that indeed nobody's going to feel what you feel in terms of ownership. But there's so much we can do in that space between not being the owner and taking ownership. Um, and it's, I think it starts with giving that, that space, as you said, to say, Hey, I think that you can add something that I cannot, I see your expertise. What do you need from my end to actually be facilitated in what you need in order to thrive in order to 
be best in your role? Mm -hmm. What can I do? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And you're underlying what you're saying is really the truth of why we actually bring this all up in that when you hire somebody to do something, you used to do it, right? Mm -hmm. The thing that you're yeah. giving somebody ownership of is something that you actually used to own as a founder or an entrepreneur. Mm -hmm. And to be able to recognize that probably makes it a lot less scary. Yeah. And I'll dive into, you know, like one of the first benefits of having somebody own their job is that their engagement is higher. And if their engagement is higher, that employee necessarily performs better. Right. And there's a Michigan state study about ownership and job satisfaction. And basically the higher the employee felt, the more the employee felt that there was ownership, the better their performance was, the better they were, the more they were committed to it mm -hmm. and the higher job satisfaction they had. So there's one benefit right there that is real if you can mm -hmm. create it. Right. And then that brings us to the question, what is ownership, practically speaking? What does it look like? What does it entail? What do we need to change? Right, right. And I think that ownership is, it's basically psychological and emotional. And that comes from listening. That comes from having that person feel like they're heard and having some control or influence over that specific domain of their job description. That's what it would mean for me. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. And I think it also is a part for um, giving that excitement, like where are we going and what you mm -hmm. can add for us to actually get there faster, better, quicker. Mm -hmm. um, and, and thus how much we need you. And if we know how much we, we need you, then we need to, to make the right facilities work for you. Um, so yeah, yeah hire that's the a right really people. good point about the need about yeah about it. It's almost like you're telling an employee, "We're depending on you. We're depending yeah. on like the group is depending on you, and not are. just I'm the boss. I'm telling you what to do." Exactly, because yeah. in the end, we are depending on these people to make yes. it work. As you said, like we're, we're outsourcing something that we used to do to these people, first of all, but it goes so much further than that. So indeed, right. yeah, we need them. And, and what I was trying to say after that was, so it all starts with, if we would reverse engineer that, finding people who are able to take ownership, who feel yes. like they want to add something to that, to that mission of yours, to actually give something to this cause, um, people that care. And mm -hmm. I think there's also a big distinction between just having somebody take over your role and have it outsourced versus somebody who really, really understands what you're trying to achieve here. Yeah. And so that speaks to, well, we'll have to talk about hiring at a later date, mm -hmm. but that thing that you used to do that you're giving to somebody else to do, yeah. you really should hire somebody who can do it better. Yep. Right. And that, that can own it in a way that they can do it their own way. Mm -hmm. And, you know, that brings up another benefit. And this comes from, if I'm not mistaken, Harvard Business School. I can't remember the woman's name. Gino, I think. Mm -hmm. um, what she found is that people who have a sense of ownership, kind of like what we're talking about, they're more likely to help the organization. Yeah. Right? And that's massive. Yeah. Kathy says, how to best request the outcome status versus the task status? You know, Kathy, that's a great question because... In that job description, you should have a lot of the description 
in my mind at least, be the outcome as opposed to the task. And how best to request that in some ways you let the employee or you ask the employee to figure out what that request is going to be. You let them participate in that. What does success look like to you? Now, obviously, if you're the boss, you can manage that a little bit and add your own twist to it or your own requirements. But if you explain that that employee's success actually increases the success of the team or the group or the business, you should be pretty far along in terms of that definition. Right. So then it comes down to having a discussion on this and making sure we both benefit in terms of how that set is, is requested or. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Cole says moving from less micromanagement to more ownership. Mm-hmm. We hate micromanagement here. <laughs> Team blue hates it. Let's just say that. Right <laughs> <all out. laughs> Queen lady. I agree. Thank you. Queen lady. Let's go to, uh, since we're, already crashing through 10 minutes. Let's go to benefit number three, at least on my list, Mm -hmm. is that more ownership allows you to work on your business instead of in it. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Completely agree. Because in the end, if we feel like some things are not working, there's a clog in the machine, we feel like we have to step back in and we can't really fully trust what's going on without us like intervening, then Mm -hmm. obviously you don't get to working on that business. So yeah, if Mm -hmm. that is the goal, if you want to be working on the bigger stuff, the strategy, the vision, Mm -hmm. making some big decisions and and moving forward, then you need a good team, but you also need to be able to let go. And obviously, like most entrepreneurs have trust issues. We're all control freaks, but there is this there is this gap, you know, where we can find a healthy benefit of letting go, knowing people own or, own their their stuff, and we can actually move on. Right. Um, but again, that's a complete different or another topic that we can talk about for another thirty minutes. True. True. And if that is true, as my good friend Rochelle says, there's less chance of a burnout happening yeah. if you if you're constantly in your business and you're responsible for the tasks and that responsibility grows, almost metastasizes because you get more employees Mm -hmm. and you have to, as Cole mentioned, like, you know, micromanage them. Mm -hmm. That leads, that's, that's a direct express train to burnout and being able to let go not only is a benefit for the business because if it's coordinated well, it works better, Mm -hmm. but it's a benefit to you because mm-hmm. you don't have to burn the candle at multiple ends. Yeah. Three ends. Yeah, right. exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. yeah. yeah. And I think a completely different thought, but in a way it would also be interesting to look at this from an employee's perspective, thinking mm-hmm. like I own this better. I can understand that my, you know, my, my manager or my boss needs more time to work on the business. Um, I can see what he or she needs from me. Let me just step into that conversation and talk about, you know, hey, I can do more. Like I can own more. What can I do for you so that you feel that you have, you know, laid it off to me and I can actually do my things and you can move forward too. So is there this way that we can, you know, actually get to a higher level of collaboration? Um, yes. I think that would be beautiful to also integrate that we give employees the opportunity to to chip in and to really say that we could definitely do more for you. Yes. And this gets to that area of what, at least in the military, they talk about commander's intent, mm-hmm. right? You can, you can tell a unit or even an individual soldier, 
I want you to do this, right? Yeah. But if that unit or, or soldier understands, we I'm asking you to do this because we're trying to get to this point. Mm -hmm. When they're actually involved in what they're doing, they can make changes to mm -hmm. succeed at the ultimate goal. Yeah. And we've never talked specifically about commander's intent or that that idea. But you know, when the when the idea of collaboration or partnership is discussed between an employee and employer, mm -hmm. then that idea has to be clear because if it's task oriented, well, it's pretty difficult to succeed there. Mm -hmm. But if it's, yeah. if you, if the employee knows the commander's intent, then they'll be able to look at a broader range of, you know, the, the responsibilities and say, Oh, I need to do this yep. or we need to get here. And then you're, then you're playing a completely different game, I think. Yep. Yep. And then as one of the last thoughts, I would like to add that it also comes with like being an example in that business, showing what ownership entails as a manager, as an owner, as a founder, and showing what you would like to see in your business so that it just kind of spreads as like a good thing. Because um, in the end, like what we show is what we get. And if we are task managing, micromanaging, then that's what you get. Yes. Yeah, I, com I completely agree with that. And that, we, that sort of touches on that idea of responsibility and accountability, mm -hmm. right? That if what you do as a founder is really clear to your employees, like, look, I'm responsible for this piece. Right. And you admit or describe how you either succeeded or failed or changed mm -hmm. that you're absolutely right. That that's going to be replicated through the organization. As long mm -hmm. as those people have actual true ownership of, right. of what they're doing. Right. right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. We need to talk about hiring. <laughs> we need to talk about the nope. coordination of all these jobs. We got 30 seconds and that's not going to happen today. That's not going to happen today. No, no, <laughs> but it might happen next week sure. when you tune in you find out what the color of the day is Today's blue. Blue who knows, who knows yeah. what next All week's right. color is <laughs> let's go for pink but, okay last like practical advice i love yes. the extreme ownership by jocko wilkins um mm -hmm. definitely a must read if you want to understand this more and more and how can how you actually can implement this in your business and I will not add anything other than I did actually show up at a business I was working with, with a case of those books yeah. and handed them out and Good. it worked very well. Good to know. We're on the yeah. same page as always. Huh? So thank you everybody for listening. Tune in next week for whatever the color is and whatever the topic is. Right. Thank you very much. See you next week. Have a good week. Thank you for listening. If you're an accomplished founder in a leadership position and want experience, guidance, and support, contact David on davidafoster.com. And if you're an entrepreneur with a team who wants to be more in control of your business and your life and want to explore coaching, contact Rochelle on growtribute.com. You can find links to contact us in the show notes of every episode. We appreciate your listening.